Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Questionable to Return podcast. I'm Andy with my, my good friends here, Mike. Hi, everybody. And Pete. Hello. How'd you guys survive the holidays? We're back after. We did it. We made it. We had a I, fantastic best of episode. Hope you guys that enjoyed that. Great. We're back. We're live. We're back. In living color. I'm a little tired because I had to go back to work after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I do not recommend it to anyone. No. no I'm so glad I'm off. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm off for another, oh, like almost two weeks. That nice. sounds amazing. Sounds yeah. really great. It's going to be awesome. Should be a good time. Any any fun fun things happen over the holidays? Get, did Santa bring you something you really enjoyed? I got some good stuff, um, but also my holidays were a little bit ruined oh, no. by fantasy football. <laughs> as I was as I was bragging about oh, last yeah. time, I was in the championship game of two leagues. Yeah. I was facing Antonio Brown in both leagues, Ooh, and he ruined. Yeah, that'll do it. He had about fourteen for one eighty-five and two touchdowns. Yeah. That was that was the difference in yeah. both both my matchups. Was Antonio Brown, and I had him in our league the last two years. I thought we were friends, and now he's forever gonna haunt haunt my dreams. I'm just gonna be see him scoring those touchdowns <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, I was in the championship too, and the guy I played. Andrew's dad <laughs> crushed he, you like a grape. He crushed me, and he didn't even. He just kept Gurley in there for yeah, fun, just to mock, just to mock Pete. Yeah. So no, it, I mean, I scored enough points, but it was he like just he more. just scored a lot. He didn't even need Gurley. I'll take second though. It's yeah. worth it. Hey, good stuff. Yeah, it's it's tough though to come that close and then lose. Yeah, I know, true. And I lost to my dad in in my family league. And I, as I told you, I was trying to torture him and make him pick which player he was going to have as the fill-in. And then I was trying to wage psychological warfare on him before our matchup. He he does respect my fantasy opinion, so I was giving him uh, <laughs> fake advice and real advice mixed together so he wouldn't know which is which. And I told him... Yeah, I was telling him it's a terrible... He was starting Mike Williams, the Chargers receiver... And I told him that's a terrible idea. I said you're chasing last week. He's he's kind of touchdowns or nothing. Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen are back, and he's like, "You're trying to trick me." I'm like, "I'm being I'm being serious. Don't start him against that Ravens defense." And he's like, "You're trying to I don't know what's going on." And then when Mike Williams <laughs> only had like one catch, he was so down. And but it's almost like karma caught up to me. Right. All my little tricks, and I lost to my dad. So I lost. Lost the Super Bowl two years in a row in my family league, right. and I've now lost the Super Bowl three out of five years in our main league. Toys to you, Andy. You're welcome. Now wants to commission your next. So in five years, five oh and five in the Super Bowl. Not a good feeling. It's okay. That's a good year for for Nick to win it. So yeah, he had he had a really uh, good group of wide receivers for a 14 team league, and that's what carried him. And, I don't know. It just it just kind of bummed me out. But otherwise, you guys' holidays were good. Fantasy football aside. Yeah. So my my fun news. My uncle surprised me with a pretty fantastic gift. I was pretty happy about. I am now an official 
stockholder of the Green Bay Packers. So he gifted his stock to me. So originally I thought he purchased it, but then I dug a little bit more into it. And the NFL is not too happy about that form of revenue. So they don't really want you to buy new forms of stock from what I kind of dug into. So you can only transfer previously purchased shares of stock to an immediate family member. Mm. So the thing about it is my uncle does not have any like next of kin. So he actually had to petition the league office in New York wow. to allow me to be his beneficiary and for him to transfer the stock down to me. Well, so that was pretty exciting. Yeah, I didn't realize it got that complex. I know that yeah, they're uh they've only been they have to get approval, right, anytime they reissue stock the Packers because mm-hmm. yeah, they do it is just it's free money for them right. basically. Not every team has that uh advantage, but But I did show you guys right before the episode. So it was really cool. He got the got it printed out, got it issued, so I'm officially a, a Packers owner. I think as big a Packers fans as we are, that's a pretty cool thing to have up on the wall. Like, oh, yeah. It makes sense if we're calling ourselves a super fan set. Yeah. We have a stock certificate. Yeah, so it's pretty exciting. I'm pretty excited to get some, get it nice and framed, get something cool, put it around, have it nicely displayed, probably. Yeah, I finally got some uh, Buck swag, so I'm kind of happy about that. I'm wearing it right now. I so. like that sweatshirt a lot. Yeah, I went with the... We got the city edition, the earned one instead, the sweatshirt. So, but yeah, I'm pretty excited. We're going to the game on Saturday, so it'll be, be a lot of fun. Time. Take, yeah, you'll have a good time. Taking yeah, the kids and just the boy, just the boy, okay. just the boy. Yeah, yeah. The daughter, daughter more. really loves baseball, so she's not too into basketball right now. But yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm pretty excited about the game. Actually, they they play the Nets, but the Nets are like on a tear right now they're nine and one in the last 10 yeah they just had their big so, winning streak snapped after winning like seven in a row yeah, yeah so now like maybe that. they'll go back to being the nets maybe surprisingly it should still be pretty fun i think oh you'll have fun the stadium is amazing and watching this team will be really fun i'm excited to hear what would you kind of would you come back and tell us about um how your son enjoyed seeing it live and seeing the players like live it's completely different yeah than what yeah. they see on tv especially just the, size, the way they move especially the way Giannis. right Giannis is just insane one thing that always blows my mind when you really think about it is Giannis, thon maker and brooke lopez are all about the same height who <laughs> oh i can't even remember all of his nicknames thon maker shot breaker heartbreaker heart i already messed it up heartbreaker and 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 who Oh, Splash Mountain. Thank you. Okay. Splash Mountain, yeah. But of those guys... Oh, <laughs> Sorry, probably killed the complete <laughs> yeah. train of thought. What was I saying? Well, Giannis makes it look so effortless the way he moves and the way he dunks. And then you see someone like Brooke Lopez, who's, you know, I don't know what he weighs, 280 or so. And he's a big guy. He's this bigger, slower guy. And you think, those guys are roughly the same height. It's it's unbelievable what Giannis can do yeah. until you actually see it. And it's ball control and the way he can handle it. And yeah. you just get to the rim. It's just amazing. Yeah, he's got a great handle for a big guy. So my son also got some Buck swag from Santa, and he was really excited to show you guys, but he had to go to bed before we, we could record this. So I think we're all going to get together around New Year's, and he's going to show you his new jersey, and I think you guys are going to love it. Nice. You guys I are going to love it. I will love it. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I am not going to ex- express my uh, opinions about it. Oh, he's so happy about it. But then we do, we were watching the game together tonight, and he saw the earned edition. He's yeah. like, "I gotta get that." So <laughs> his birthday's coming up, so he's gonna be asking for that for his birthday. 
I do like Pete's sweatshirt quite a bit. It's real clean looking. It's just yeah. the earned edition. It's the Bucks logo with the earned edition colors on a gray yeah. sweatshirt. That's what I just I like. like that new logo the way they did it. Yeah, it's, just, it's very nice. It's growing on me. Yeah, for sure. The first Bucks thing I bought was just just the deer head on a on a cream shirt. I just wanted it kind of clean and simple. Well, even my Bucks swag is just it's the it's the green sweatshirt with just the cream Bucks spelt across the chest. That yeah, that's nice good and too. clean looking at. Good stuff, but you guys ready for 2019? Yeah, I'm kind of ready for 2018 to be gone. I've had a, I've had a rough, rough financial go of it, but yeah. it's been kind of a, a lot of stuff hitting the old pocketbook. So I'm ready to jump into 2019. Yeah, I'm ready for the Bucks playoff run, Brewers continue success, and of course the Questy Awards. Yeah. Oh, the Questy Awards. Let's not forget to send two thousand music. <laughs> All right, there it is. There it is, yeah. Oh. Let's not forget oh, so to... Good. No, wait, just let it be... Oh, it's so good. Get to the best part. <laughs> mm. We want to send Questy 2018 music. off right. Right, yeah. Even yeah, if, kick it out. Even if some some uh, teams had down down years in Wisconsin, there's still, still some still good... Still a good amount of good happening in yeah, Wisconsin. It so. was about the most fun brewer season ever. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this Bucks team is really shaping up to be one of the best. Yeah, yeah, even if pretty exciting. Yeah. So help us, help us choose. Who's There's still the time best to vote. Of. There's still days to vote. Tell mm-hmm. a friend to vote. Tell them to vote a hundred times. I really don't care. You can do it on your phone in one minute. Less than that, I bet. Yeah, everyone should be voting. Yeah, there's no reason not to. No. So if you want to, to still jump in the action, I should say that. You need to jump in the action, questionabletoreturn.com slash awards. Or even if you just go right to our, our website, just questionable to return. I don't think we could have put a bigger banner right. on how to vote. It's you in three different places. It's it hits you, it smacks you in the face right when you go. Face, you yeah. Even it. if you're like, oh no, thank you. It's nice it's, it's huge. It's huge with like nice stars up at the top. Yeah. Even if you so if you ignore that, it's even and then there's a little bit of a right hand menu, a quick menu. It's in there. There you go. There's no reason. Click the hamburger. It's up there, right? Crush on it. Phone. On mobile. On mobile. Only. It's in the hamburger. <laughs> Crush it. Yeah. Make your voice heard. If you love Giannis, vote for him multiple times. Yeah. Player of the year. Yeah. Maybe you love, I don't know, Garcia. Maybe you love... If you think it's, if you think it's an atrocity to have Coach Bud be ahead of Craig Council, change it. Yeah, get in there and which, vote. Which Garcia are you referring to? The Jesse no. Garcia. Yeah. Okay, yeah. If you love her, vote for her. <laughs> the best Garcia. Couldn't think of her first name. If you oh, think, I just went with Garcia. If you think Telly Hughes should have never been let should go, never <laughs> fight, vote for Telly. Vote for Telly. If you don't know who any of them are, just vote for Katie George. Because yeah. Google Katie George. Just Google Katie George. Hey. Yeah. But not when your wife's around. <laughs> so vote, 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 <laughs> and then rock the vote. Moving on to some feedback or questions, comments from the old mailbag. Been a little while since we've had this segment. We kind of took it, took it over. Um, this wasn't really officially a mail input, but I was, again, we had Christmas holidays with the family. My brother-in-law is a, is a big listener. He used to travel a lot for work, um, but now he's about to take his talents to the Coast Guard. He leaves for that coming up in January. He hasn't listened quite as much, but I want to give him a shout-out because he 
he did vote multiple times with me during Christmas. Perfect. He encouraged other people to vote. And he's another good friend also named Kyle, who is a frequent listener because he listens to a lot of different podcasts, loves the podcast. So I want to make sure I did give them a shout out. He says he loves loves the show. Had a couple topics that I'm looking for him to send it in. So here's my call out to him. We're waiting to hear it because I've heard it now for a couple of weeks that he has some some things to bring to our attention. I like it. So well, thanks, Kyle and Kyle, for listening and voting. Yes, appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. But now to on to an actual question from the fans. Tim from Union Grove. I might know this guy. Acquaintance, huh? Yeah. It's a small town. I think we all know him. Dad? Dad, <laughs> is that you? Daddy? How would you rank the priority of the Bucks free agents when it comes to bringing them back? Middleton's a free agent. Brogdon, I think, is restricted. Mm-hmm. Bledsoe and Lopez. It's a tough question. Good job, um, Tim. I think a lot of them you'll be able to bring back from what I've read. So, but if you're if you're going pure rankings, for me it has to go. I think you bring Middleton back, even though he's kind of been struggling this last what month and a half. Yeah, he game today though. But he, he, yeah, he's, he's today. been up and down. I think the last couple games he's he's actually been decent. Uh, this first game his, against the Knicks, uh, he only had like eight points and he shot terrible, but. This was his best game in a while that he just had tonight. He uh, he kind of broke out of a slump. He had 25 points tonight, but he had been shooting something. Right. I can't remember. Just, they yeah. said it on the radio today, like 34% in December or something right. like that. Like something really low. Yeah. So I think you start with him. My next guy would probably be Brogdon. I think he's just been solid all year, and he's just continuing to grow as a player. So that, that would be my next guy. And then it's kind of a toss-up between Bledsoe and Lopez for me. Lopez really stretches the floor awesome for them, and he shoots that three really great from the corner and stuff. I think Bledsoe would cost them more from what I've read. I think it's like over $20 million they have to offer him. Yeah. So him and Middleton would cost a lot of money. So that would kind of maybe put me off. Although Bledsoe's been great in the system. Yeah. So, But one thing one thing I did hear, I think it was on Locked on, Bo- Locked on Bucks uh, podcast, or Alex Lazary said they're willing to go over the tax and pay the tax if this team is contending for a championship. If they're mm-hmm. a six seed, he said, no way. We're not they're not they're not comfortable. But if they're contending, and they're contending this year and could be next year, so you would think that possibly they would they would be comfortable going into the tax. So we could sign all four of these guys. Yeah, they might want to just try to keep the team together. So I don't know. It's is a free agent in play too? If if yeah. maybe we don't, if we can't bring back everyone, maybe you know Bledsoe and Lopez leave. Can Giannis recruit? Because um, I will say, in terms of rankings, I agree with you. I I definitely think Middleton's number one. That seems like the obvious one. I would put Brogdon too, unless, with the caveat, if we didn't keep Middleton. I might almost rather sign Bledsoe then, because I just think then yeah. if we didn't have Middleton, we need someone who's a little more of a playmaker, and then Bledsoe makes sense. But otherwise, if we can keep Middleton, I think that puts Bledsoe as the lowest priority. I think probably, I'd want yeah. Brogdon next, then probably Lopez, then Bledsoe. So I, I pretty much agree with your rankings right on, where Middleton's just showing the highest ceiling. Times when Giannis has been out, he's been our go-to scorer. 
I look at bigger sample size than just the last right. the last month he's been off. But you look at what he did at the beginning of the season; he was so spot on. He was hitting step back jumpers, and I think yeah. he had some some finger issue. It too. Turned out he sprained his finger yeah. in like the first game of the season, and so. he's kind of been playing through that all year. And Middleton's been like our go to guy late in games. Yeah. So no, I think you you definitely have to try to get him back. Yeah. So I'm not in 100% agreement with that. Okay. I think from 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 those guys or those options, I, I think I agree with you that Lopez is probably the lowest, in my opinion. But I think Bledsoe, I think, is actually higher than Middleton in my in my view. Just because um, they, they've been shooting pretty comparably from, from three-point. But the way that Bledsoe can actually create, he creates so much. Like, he, he can dish and dive, and I think he creates a lot more opportunities for the outside perimeter shooters. But he also has a good shot, and he plays ridiculous defense, especially in the system now. He seems a much more rejuvenated player. Much more, I think it's what you expected him to play like when he came from Phoenix Yeah, um, in that trade. So I will I, say his defense has been one of the, the nicest surprises of the whole season is how well he's played defensively. Yeah, a big thing with this team is like if you make a mistake, if you shoot a three and you miss it, you're not going to get taken out. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. And that's something that happened with Kid is is if you made a mistake, like right away you'd be taken out, you'd be taken all this, you know, the yeah. lineup would change big time. He would change lineups so much. Well, Coach Bud doesn't do that. He keeps pretty much the same lineup. He uh, Sure, those secondary players have changed throughout the year so far, but there's been injuries here and there, and players have, have gone down in play sometimes. So, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think definitely Bledsoe is – yeah, he could he could be a good option instead of Middleton for sure. I, I it's such a point guard driven league that you kind of need that guy. Right. But if if you don't have him though, I think you feel comfortable with Brogdon, Giannis bringing it up. Like it, the offense doesn't True. really need that point guard, I guess. But yeah. But yeah, I like what he does with his passes inside, and when he drives and kicks, it's pretty awesome. It'd be nice to see somehow to get that. That Snell contract off the books, and then just not worry about this, and then get them both, and yeah, then call yeah, it a day. True. Yeah, and I'm probably Tony Snell's biggest supporter, but yeah, he's making probably just a too little much too much, considering they're thinking he'd be a decent three and D guy, and he he pretty much has been. But you know, is he worth the money, especially if you have like Sterling Brown? And I get, and I get your point about wanting to keep Bledsoe because I do feel like we need either Middleton. Or Bledsoe back, someone who can create a shot, because Giannis, he can he can dunk, and he's yeah. amazing at it. He's like the best dunker of all time. I mean, he's but like on pace to like shatter records. Yeah, dunking. but you so. you can't really count on him to uh, right. you know create like a a jump shot or a three or anything like that. It's pretty much late in the game. They know he's going to the hoop or kicking it out. And I still kind of struggle a little bit with. With Brock Lopez, I, I I do like the fact of having a big guy that can shoot that and, and kind of stretch the floor and get that spacing to pull the big guys out to create that that space that Giannis needs to kind of create that the moves that quick move in the outside and you're already in the perimeter. But the thing I don't like, and I think this has been kind of common common knowledge or or we've talked about a few times here, is he's I think he's seventh on the team in rebounds. Yeah. They, You're way too big of a player to like not be in there. He, I mean, Bledsoe has more. Brogdon has more. DJ Wilson's come on, and he he has a higher like rebound average. He at least will get in there and block shots on the defense. That is end. true. That, that is helps. very true. Um, 
But I have thought about what would the team look like next year if we just let Lopez go. If Thon Maker would probably have to start at center, then you'd think. But yeah, DJ Wilson's been looking really good too. But he's more of a power forward. Probably, yeah, that's huh? what I was thinking though. Like Christian D- Wood. Christian Wood might need more minutes, and then you would have like Ilyasova and DJ Wilson, who could also be in the front court with like. Giannis, and you could figure out who plays center. Maybe Giannis plays some, Ilyasova plays some. I think they could get by all right without Lopez. I think the X factor is that he can can push or pull the defense to come. They have to come out and guard him because he actually is pretty dangerous from the perimeter. But if that starts to wane a little bit as the season goes on, I think the value of him goes goes down. Yeah, he's very streaky with the three, that's for sure. (laughs) Right. Let it fly. Did Tim actually say what he would pick? Uh, so Chris Middleton has been his favorite buck basically since we got him. So uh, he is all aboard uh, wanting Middleton back. And then he also likes Brogdon quite a bit. So those were the two he absolutely wanted to be priority and then kind of said the same thing of Lopez and Bledsoe. It kind of just... They're, if you said they feel more like luxuries than necessities for the core. So, yeah, just another little tidbit on Brogdon. I believe him and Curry are the only two that uh, are 50, 40, 90. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. So 50 from the field, 40 from three point, and 90 from free throw. That's pretty And I, I think that company. stat's pretty locked in for Brogdon still. Yeah. That was a couple days, a couple, well, last week, so. Yeah, anyway. my, my brother-in-law, Cal, we were actually talking about that on, on Christmas when we were, were together. We were talking, we had a little Bucks talk for a while, and he was the one that brought that up, too. Yeah, because yeah, that that's rare territory. That, that's like, I think Durant has, has done it, maybe Dirk. It's maybe, it, not yeah. a lot of guys pull no, off 50, no. 40, 90. Okay, I think I'm going to switch my pick. I think we stick Middleton. Even for, here's, my ex- here's my deciding point, because I think they're pretty even, and I just mentioned a couple of things defensively, but... I'll go youth. I think, what is Middleton, two years younger? Yeah, I think Bledsoe's 29 and Lopez is 30. Sounds about right. So yeah. I'll go youth. I'll stay, I'll keep Middleton. Keep Brogdon. I mean, Brogdon, I think you're going to get back. Cause he's going to be restricted anyway. I think yeah. they match, whatever. Yeah, I just worry about some team just doing something crazy, though. That's that's my one fear. Yeah. Look out like, oh, the, the Hawks or someone are going to offer him some crazy contract. And then it's like, uh-oh. I'm just going to let him go. Well, Badgers got a nice win today. Moving on to bowl season. We haven't talked about any of these bowl games. Uh, it's kind of nice. Why? There's the... so many of them. I, I know. know. Can't keep track. Pinstripe bowl. Pinstripe bowl. You that, know, there was like nobody there. Yeah, <laughs> it's at a baseball field. The views are terrible. It's kind of just so. Plus, it's not it's cold. Not the cheapest <laughs> to go. Yeah, it's cold. It's not the cheapest to go and spend a few days in New York. So, what was um, interesting though, if you actually made a if you made a Christmas up with it, you could have gone out there for go out there for Christmas, and you could have seen the Bucks destroy the Knicks, and then just kind of hang around a little bit and see see the Badgers destroy Miami. That would have been a fun Christmas. Oh, wish I had a time machine. I'd convince my family to go do that. We'll go look at the 
Christmas tree. We'll go, you know, go to Rockefeller Center. That, that we'll big just, Christmas tree that's there. Yeah, yeah. Let's we'll just make it's very it very nice. I'll, yeah, I'd sell them skating. I'd sell them on that stuff, but really do sports. That. Though I will tell you this: like my wife and I went there during the holiday season. Uh, she surprised me with with tickets. I think I want to say we went to go see Lombardi when it was on Broadway. But so we did that, and then we went down by Rockefeller Center, and it's not nearly as big. As you think it is. Yeah. Pretty tiny. Looks big on the movies. It does. Everything looks bigger. Anyway. All right. But back to Wisconsin. It was a nice way, though, to end <laughs> what seemed like note, a kind of a disappointing How did season. the Badgers do? <laughs> Badgers won. They ran a lot. Miami out of, right out of the They building. ran the turnover chain over. Yeah, and oh. over. It was like the perfect uh, that first start to that a first Badgers turnover game. though. Like I was like, they put the chain on that guy. I'm like, God, don't I don't want to see this the whole game. Yeah. Like it's so annoying. But yeah, they that it, game should have got out of hand like in the first quarter, really. Yeah, if you want to script a the way a Badgers game is a win's gonna look, that's what you want. Is yeah, you want the, your quarterback throwing eleven times and you get three hundred thirty three <laughs> yeah. yards rushing. The Badgers run, run, run on their first possession. The first time they have to throw on third and long, Cohen throws a touchdown pass. Perfect. Then the defense gets a takeaway right yeah, away. Right away. First play, yeah. Yeah. And it's like that this is what the Badgers want. They want to play from with the lead. Jonathan Taylor just get the ball every time. <laughs> it was kind of a nice way to end the season. Beating Definitely. Miami second year in a row in a bowl game. And I think the Badgers have won like four bowl games in a row. And yeah. Hoping this kind of springboards them for next year. Yeah, you hope so. Cohen didn't look good, but well, that's okay. <laughs> there's there's hope, so, though. There's hope. There's hope because quarterback Graham Mertz, he's a four-star Graham Skywalker. Graham Skywalker. He's our only he's hope. He's our only hope. <laughs> <laughs> like what you guys did there. ESPN and Rivals both rank him as a four-star player he's the number two pro style quarterback in the country coming out of high school nice that it sounds really impressive it sounds impressive the, the you best, never know the best quarterbacks though always are dual threat quarterbacks and he he's fits a, the pro style one so if you had to rank the best quarterbacks he might be like 10th or so but still he's the the best recruit the badgers have ever had and yeah. he's already enrolled for spring semester so he can start practicing Right away in the spring. That's good. So there's there is hope there that I don't know if he would start as a freshman. He's enrolled, so he's coming. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. yeah. He's, a lot well, of teams tried to flip him last minute. Well, you, well, you have to think Cohen's on a short leash, so I think if you can't pull it together, it'll be pretty quick to the young guy. Yeah, and Hornerbrook's going to be back too. Yeah, as Hornerbrook, a senior. pretty oh, uh, sad about those head injuries, though. Yeah, you wonder if he, wonder if he, yeah, might be better suited to sit. But you we'll know. see. Yeah, because how long is he? He was out for a while. What six weeks now? Yeah, like that. Yeah, he got he all got the hurt. Concussion stuff came back. And right. He, he came back and played and got hurt right away. And then yeah, this time it lasted shut long it enough to just shut him down. So the know. defense looked good tonight too. So I mean, that's. Yeah, decent outlook coming in for the next season. That was the best the defense had played in a while. So, you know, use this as a springboard. Yeah, throw Graham Mertz in there. Uh huh. We're gonna go play Alabama in the college football playoff yeah. next all right. year. All right, yeah. all right. Lose sixty-five to nothing. Perfect. But it'll be fun. <laughs> Insert hot <laughs> <there>. take. <laughs> alert! <laughs> alert! Music. I don't know. Just run, run, run. That's yeah. all they. 
I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully that defense gets a little better. Yeah. That's hey, something they it need. Was, it was fun to finally talk about the Badgers. We've kind of ignored the Badgers in here a lot. Yeah, and, definitely. And I love the Badgers. Well, we might have a lot of Badger basketball talk coming up, so they look they look pretty solid, right? Yeah, and Badgers and Marquette are both, both heading for yeah. solid seasons and decent tournament rankings. How about the rest of the bowl games? Oh, who cares? Okay, <laughs> next. Okay. <laughs> Do we have any how other bad? Football? How bad is Notre Dame going to get beat by Clemson? I don't know. Um, I I'm asking, I'm asking tackle, for right? a friend, I, betting-wise. <laughs> Clemson I lost the tackle, right? To drugs. Yep. Well, possibly. They did another test. Probably I don't their, know what happened with that. Probably their um, best defensive player and one of their best players, he is out. They, they have four awesome defensive linemen, so three of them are still in there. But I will say... Uh, I did bet a, a little bit of money on Notre Dame just for – it just seemed like value once it got – it was like plus 13, and I thought – I think it's down to 12. I was like, yeah, if they can just hang around or maybe they play them tougher. At a certain point, you know, it's just it's too many points. So I think the Clemson seems interesting. To kind of, just kind of maybe if you're just going to do a straight up, I'm going to take the win. I think uh, – the value of Notre Dame on a maybe a parlay would be interesting. Throw a little yeah. money and pair them with somebody else. Get a decent payday. If you really uh, want to, I don't know. I got ruined. I got a little bit of ruined though. Over the weekend, the the Bears actually won me some money, and then I turned around and, and took some of that money and put it into a little bit of a parlay for Christmas Day basketball to make it a little interesting. So I picked. Yeah. The, so I did the Bucks, and then I thought well, I'll throw it on Seventy Sixers, and it was looking good. Until they completely folded in the last two minutes, gave up a seven-point lead, and then took it to overtime, and then the Celtics laid the wood down. That's a that's a tough loss then. That would have been a good payout. Yeah. Oh, well. I, I haven't had a lot of luck with the NBA. I think I'm just going to stay away from betting on that. I'll stick to uh, bowl season, maybe what's left of football. Football playoffs. Well, what's interesting is I look at some of these games like right before they're about to tip off, and I'm like, oh, I should, I'm like, I'd pick this one. I don't put money down, and that's the one that wins naturally. And then the one like, I'm going to strategically pick these teams and then and you get like 90% of the way there and one small thing yeah. ruins your day. Well, it, it's easy to, to uh, focus in on the games. It's like, I would have bet this. I would have bet this and I would have won money. Right. But then there's times where you would have bet something and lost money. That seems to like just fade from your memory immediately. But, I, but we're getting dangerously close to probably the best betting time of the year. Oh. Bowl games parlayed right into playoff time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Sorry, I had to do that. Yeah, we require some singing from Pete. My favorite skit. Mike and I keep having this talk, and, and, Will and Pete's going to be the smartest man in the room. Going around in a circle. Once, talking we, lose, myself. once we lose all of our <laughs> money. money. Sorry. We're, we're going to live at Pete's house. I tend, I, know. I tend to zone out when you guys talk gambling because I'm so bad <laughs> at it. I've been, <laughs> so are we it doesn't make any I've difference been a, i've been on a big kick of betting underdogs lately too i did put some money on uh amanda nunez to win against what? oh what against cyborg justiano oh, have, cyborg i know there yeah, yeah cyborg has not lost uh since her her like, is like it her fight. yeah she's taken like testosterone before but god man but I'll, maybe she, I need 
Maybe I need to ask the uh, End Still podcast if that was a good value. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda Nunez, plus, two, plus 220. That's Whatever that means. That means I bet... If I bet ten dollars, okay. I win twenty two dollars. What kind of, we could we could have an MMA betting section and just have those boys on for a little bit. There you go. MMA is fun to bet on because it's there's nothing like screaming for someone you got money on to just you know inflict damage to another person. <laughs> Interesting uh, enough, though, I with all the with all the turmoil over the last couple of weeks, I'm still up about fifty. So I mean, that's not terrible. No, up anything is good. And also, I I, I re. I re put some money down on crypto and rode a little bit of a wave there when when the markets were kind of doing a little dance downward. Just just when I thought you were out, you get pulled back in. I thought you were putting all this uh all I also, this I, also money. I also got out just in time too because it's back down about five percent. So. Game over, man. Well we we can stop boring Pete and all we right. can move on to a better subject. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk better some more subject? Do you oh. want to talk some more football? Yeah. Professional football. Oh, let's talk playoff picture. How's it looking? There is a ridiculous amount of stuff still to be decided I know, for the last crazy. week. I can't remember the exact number, but it is something like like 13 of the games have meaning, something like that. Like everyone, every game has meaning. Like <laughs> every game except the Packers, I think <laughs> hey, has, no. has meaning. It has of, meaning. Come on, hey, I got really pumped up for that game against the Jets, and I was I, watching it with Buddy Chris, and he was so mad, so he angry. Wants that draft <laughs> position. He wants that draft position, and me, me, and me, and his and dad, uh, his dad, Papa, Chris. we're just cracking yeah. up. I was playing uh, bang on drums. Every touchdown. <laughs> that is so awesome. And just dancing to it, and he was just so pissed. I do have to say, <laughs> it, it was a good feeling to know we're not going to be 0-8 on the road. Something about right. that, especially when Andy I mean, you pointed that, out that how that many. 1958 team before, yeah, before like, the but merger. But being down that, that much and then coming back and winning that way, I thought it was pretty fun. It, Ugly the, game, but it yeah, was fun. All the, the Rodgers scrambles were fun. Yeah. How, how it was just every I'm, time he took off. I'm going to personally... Not to be arrogant, I'm gonna personally take that win as my doing because I had started to make the graphic of what do these two teams have in common between like uh-huh. the the 2018 Packers Good and job. the 1958 so you, Packers. So you went with the I'm gonna jinx them into winning. Right. Perfect. And they, I had it ready to go. Where were it was you? Ready in week go. Two. Yeah, it was ready to go. Yeah, it was ready to go. Social media was gonna be on fire. I was gonna hashtag the crap out of that. It's you th- your fault. You they threw lost it out there all and, year. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron so you're Rogers. welcome, Chris. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> bit it hook, line, and sinker and came back and won. Sucker. <laughs> I did a private message right to him, and he read that. What? We're not losing an OT. <laughs> oh, man. It was a fun game, though. Yeah, anyway, it was good what, to see him, though, so what, hang in there and, and really Do you guys have the options of, of what can happen this weekend, though? It is. So I think the AFC still undecided, right, for the like the home field advantage of the first seed? Because uh, the Patriots can Chiefs still losing, be right? the one seed. Despite how bad the Patriots are still, so my, my my bet's still alive. Um, what'd you say? Can the Chargers still get in there as one seed, or are I they out don't, now? Not out, but you know what I mean. I don't think so. I don't think so. So, like those top four Maybe. seeds are kind of still undecided, right? I think so. Texans can still get a buy, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I would think so, right? I'm looking at records and stuff. Yeah, I think you I think you were correct, sir. I think the NFC is the only one that got this kind of buttoned up. Saints are the number one seed. Got the home field throughout. I don't know if Cowboys Cowboys might be able to get a bye, right? Uh, no. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'm not looking at the record, so. Anyway. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun this weekend. Yeah. The NFC seems pretty much, oh, I guess the Eagles are kind of still in the hunt a little right. bit. Right. Yeah, that the Eagles, what, Eagles, Vikings. Eagles are chasing the Vikings. What could be fun is uh, the Vikings could play the, they do play the Bears this week. They could play them again in the first round of right. the playoffs. That's always interesting when that happens. Uh, yeah, Patriots are still in the mix for the one seed because the Chiefs lost. You do have to feel that somewhat positive that that tie with Green Bay could inevitably cause them to not make the playoffs. That has to make it yeah, pretty good. If only their kicker had uh, come through. So yeah, Chargers win a division. They're one or two seed. Yeah, they could. So they could still. Uh, wow. They still That's could impressive. jump the Chiefs. And the uh, the Colts Titans, I think, got flexed to Sunday night football because that has meaning now. Where as of right now, the Colts hold the sixth seed. But that could be uh, that could be. Yeah, I guess you're right, Pete. None of the first round buys have actually been clinched yet in the AFC. Yeah, so there's a lot could still happen this weekend. Patriots won their tenth straight division title. Oh God! Jeez. Yeah, that is crazy, and the and this Patriots, has to be like they're one of their worst teams since like it really the early two thousands. Especially now losing Josh Gordon, just watching. I don't know if you saw any of that game against the Bills. I mean, the Patriots struggled to move the ball all day. Gronk, I think, had no catches. He had nothing. Yeah. Got, thanks for reminding me. He's on my fantasy team. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> he got targeted a few <laughs> times, but just came up with nothing. And I don't know. This Brady team kind of seems like it's maybe ending its dynasty. So are you are you guys still sticking with the Chiefs? Yeah. I'm oh st- yeah. I'm gonna stick with my Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. Can I? Do you want to bail? I mean, on I, mean I mean, I kind of want to keep the Patriots just because I think it's a good mantra. But the dark horse that I'm actually really kind of pulling for is the Chargers. Yeah, definitely. You want to? I kind of want to see Rivers get in there. Considering how long the Chargers have been good for, but never made it to the Super Bowl, that would be fun. That would be. I think a Melvin Gordon, Gordon coming back, he's getting healthy. I think Joey Bosa coming back on that defense. Defense looks a little bit better. Uh, they got other weapons on the outside with with Allen and Mike Williams. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They would be a fun Chiefs team. Chiefs seem lost ever since the Kareem Hunt debacle. Yeah, and I think the problem with the Chiefs is they're all about their passing game especially, but you can just you can score on that defense so easily. I mean, the Chiefs – they might have the worst defense of all the playoff teams, which is a problem. Yeah. So I don't know. So, I mean, I, I don't really necessarily want to bail because it's just because I'm going to drive this train to the bitter end. But I just want to throw in there that the, the Chargers seem pretty interesting to me. I think the Chargers would be fun because it seems like everyone has owned Chargers in fantasy over the last, like, 15 years because of how good they've been. Like, the whole time they've had River, even when they had Breeze and then Rivers – Tomlinson, Gates, Vincent Jackson. Now we're now we're on to Melvin Gordon, right. Keenan Allen. Like they've had so many fantasy relevant guys, but they just 
They made the AFC Championship game that one year where the Patriots were undefeated. Right. And I think that was that was it. as close as they've ever come. I do feel like I'm gonna spend. I'm kind of. I kind of think that the Patriots until they again until you can drive a stake through their bloody corpse. I think they are gonna be my team, kind of following along with. Um, was it Cousin Sale? I think they're going to be the team that I bet against Yeah, in the playoffs because I just don't see how that team holds it together. Yeah, they, they just seem to have too many holes, not enough talent. I will say... So I might be rooting a lot for the Chargers until they lose probably in the wild card game. <laughs> I'm just going to be a, a man without a team anymore. I don't know if I'd be confident enough to actually bet on them, especially if they play the Chargers, but I think the Ravens are very fun with that great defense and then the rookie quarterback who can scramble. That's an interesting That's, story. That's kind of a fun team for me. They they kind of stand out as being uh, pretty unique. But. Look at Harbaugh going in and saving his job at the, the last minute there. <laughs> there was a few people saying he was going to be the Packers yeah. next head coach <laughs> just, just a few short weeks ago. He showed them by winning. Yeah. he. I, the Steelers fans have to be pretty upset. Steelers look like they're going to f- fall out of the playoffs now after. Is there any way they can get in? They can still get in uh, if they win the division. The oh yeah, right. The, the Ravens. Ravens, yeah. Ravens have to lose and the Steelers have to win, and they would jump them again. Man. The Ravens would be. It's gonna be fun. The Ravens would be nine and seven. It's gonna be a fun weekend. Steelers would be nine six and one. Hey Mike, what crazy parlay can we do with like some oh, of these teams? We'll come up with some yeah. playoffs. It's gonna be good. Well, why don't we just or just replace an individual bet on every single game so we just have a rooting interest right <laughs> then we get pete to sign up and bet too there so you go no. bonuses no. bonus 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 you still sticking with the would you have the saints and chiefs saints chiefs yeah we'll yeah. roll with that nice pick with the saints getting home field i don't know that rams offense is gonna be pretty dangerous i feel even if it's indoors i don't know it'd be fun yeah Best time of the year. Have happiest time of the year. Football playoffs. Can't yeah. wait. So we touched on the Jets a little bit. The Jets win for the Packers. What about anything big going on for the last game you guys see against the Lions? Been Kill a strong? Him. Kill them, please. Just for pride's sake of get back to the old days of when we beat the Lions. Pete just Lambeau. wants to have another agonizing Chris. Yeah. <laughs> just watch him sperm yeah, even I more. I kind of do love that. I will say, uh, I got just make it a ringtone or like a like the Vuvuzela app they have. We should create an app that just plays that. Need a soundboard. The bang on the drums, and we just play it every drums. time. Just right, hold it right up to his ear. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> uh, the one thing that stood out from the last game I would like to see continue is how much the young guys really stepped up. Uh, Jamal Williams filling in for Aaron Jones looked really good. I, yeah. I think we have. I mean, Aaron Jones, I still think, has that higher ceiling, but I think we have a split backfield from now on. Like, Jamal Williams should always be in there. And then St. Brown and Valdez Scantling both coming on. Yeah, they're coming along well. I think uh, that was nice to see. And Devontae, oh, big Devontae Adams. Yes. With 11 receptions, he's now one away from stealing sharp to tie him. I feel like that happens within <laughs> first the, first, the first 30 seconds. Yeah. I think well they they targeted him eighteen times in the Jets game. He's going so hard <laughs> for it. They're going for tell. the record. Yeah. And if there's nothing else you want to listen for, it's it's Pat McAfee's first announcing game. Oh really? As our first game he's gonna announce as a broad <laughs> for the broadcast booth. So there you he's go. He's a good he's a good guy. Yeah. That'll be fun. So that'll be fun. Or really bad. Or really bad, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I mean 
I enjoyed the game. It was good. It was fun to see them win like that. And yeah, let's just see. Fun to see Rodgers kind of hit some guys. Rogers, he did miss some throws. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe when that knee gets healthy fully, like, you know, his torn ACL or whatever the heck he has. He did miss some throws, <laughs> but uh, he also still had uh, well over 400 yards passing. And Definitely. He, plus, yeah. he rushed for two touchdowns yeah. and threw two touchdowns. So. I think Rodgers was a solid game. Fine. Yeah, keep it up with the young guys, though. That's what I want to see. So another interesting news: Packers interview Jim Caldwell, and who was the other one that we interviewed too? Pagano, Chuck Pagano. Yeah. Not too interested in either one of those. Going to be honest, Colts dynasty. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't think either of them have any real shot of becoming the coach. Uh, I mean, Caldwell seems like they did it to fulfill the Rooney rule, but yeah. Pagano's kind of weird. Well, I like how they're both bringing in, like, two coaches that are well over. I shouldn't say well over, but definitely over 60. Nothing is like it, trying to get younger in the coaching staff. And Oh, is that is that how old Pagano is? He looks he looks youthful. I didn't know he was that old. But, uh, I don't know Caldwell is 63. Yeah, that's, that's just getting up there. That's like people saying, we should look at Bruce Arians. And it's like, Bruce Arians is like, I think, 66, and he's had health problems. When it's like, I guess Pagano's uh, 58, close right, to 60. Close to 60, but I, w- I wouldn't be too excited about a coach that age either. I like want Bruce Arians is 66. I, yeah, you're right. Like It's just... I it's want, just not where the NFL seems to be moving. Yeah. Give me someone a little younger. So hopefully this is just a little cloud, cloud smoke to do a little cover for what they're really trying to do. Right. And they might want to just also get a little practice themselves in the interviewing process because I don't know if uh, has Goot ever had to hire a coach before? No. Nope. So he might actually need interview practice too. I don't think he makes a coaching decision even in this time around. No, you think it's all Murphy? I mean, I think he's going to get his blessing in air quotes, but, but think- I still think it's going to be Murphy's thing. If this doesn't go well, this has got to be exit stage right to Murphy. Yeah. Like, this is going to be completely on him now. I think uh, he, he put himself in a position now where he's going to take a lot of the uh, blame if uh, if things continue to go poorly, so... Yeah, it's interesting though. Is is um talking about coaching? I mean, what do you think, Philbin? What do you think of Philbin? I mean, what do you think of how he has been doing? Devontae Adams kind of said we should end the the coaching search right here and just just stick with Philbin. So, I mean, the offense has looked a little better. I would. I, I appreciate his enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. I would be okay. I don't if, know. I I just I don't know. I'd be okay with Philbin being offensive coordinator again if we brought in a coach that felt like they could they were on the same page and could work together but i i think you can do better as a head coach yeah no yeah i agree which is interesting how Devontae adams said that yeah well i know a lot There's of times no a lot excitement of, there at all yeah like it's just no. yeah. <laughs> it's more of the same yeah i think it's, it's just true. it's common for players to stand up for their coaches you know once they've been around for a while and Devontae, you know maybe he's just liked having him as the offensive coordinator all year. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, once upon a time, Giannis said he would keep Jason Kidd if he wanted. I'll Please. go tell the owners not to fire you. Yeah, he was getting all crazy about that. Like, I'll go talk to him now. Uh, it's like, oh. Jason's like, no, thank you. No. <laughs> I'm good. Coach Bud is though. the best free agent signing we got. He might be. Yeah.
So speaking of Coach Bud being one of the best free agent signings, how about those bucks? So, had you guys seen this before? Winners of it, what? Go ahead, think, sorry. Uh, it's kind of old news, I guess, but I hadn't, I wasn't really aware of it until recently. Is how Coach Bud put the blue squares on the practice floor, and it is they're all out around. Basically, it's he put he had people uh, work for the team put tape down, make these blue squares, yeah. and that's where guys are supposed to stand for ideal spacing. I was thinking, every time I hear stuff like this, it sells me and Coach Bud a little more and that he is an upgrade because he wants it really drilled into these guys' heads of these are the spots you where need to be you need to be. As if this, you, this feels like, I mean, Pete and I and can attest to this, it feels much like teaching kids, like, you need to have spacing. Yeah. yeah. Spacing so important. Oh, God. You have your spots. Get to your spots. First and make couple sure of wide. basketball practices have been so rough. Well, maybe you guys need blue <laughs> tape on the floor. I think oh, we have, so. We have dots, and we even throw it out in spots and things that like that. Matter. We just, I mean, you're talking eight, nine-year-olds right yeah. before Christmas break. Running Those after are a little the brutal. ball and stuff. Oh, man. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry to drill that, but. <laughs> no. It just reminded me. I saw the picture that you kind of put in our notes about That's those good. squares, and it was really good. They might I just be still flashbacks to coaching. A little young yet. As they get a, just a little bit older, I think some of it will start to take. But yeah, I think Coach Bud just—he really is perfect for this modern NBA. He just gets what you need to be doing with a player like Giannis, especially. There's going to be so many kickouts for threes. He wants these guys to just get like just drill them over and over again to the point that it's a regular part of the practice floor is this is where you should be standing on these possessions. And you can see in games where there's sometimes Giannis brings the ball up and kind of starts dribbling into the paint and the guys just spread out into like that yeah. square formation yeah. of like, this is, this is, uh, this is just the way we run our offense. And I love it. We even Phil Jackson used to do that with the Bulls, that whole like, triangle offense and have those yeah. other guys spread out wide just to get that spacing and then that movement up and around. I mean, the great baseball or baseball, great basketball minds. I mean, that's kind of what they preach and push. Like the yeah. only way, even in the young guys, like the only way to really create space and allow for the movement that you need, you don't want everybody collapsing on the on the ball. Like that's not going to help anything. And especially in this league right now, the whole drive and dish mentality, you have to have those guys spread out wide. Yeah. To create that. And you want to know when you're, if you're Giannis, that when you drive, you want to know where all the kickout yeah. lanes are, that they're always going to be in about the same spot. Right. So you almost see like Bledsoe drive to the hoop and just throw it to an area knowing that there is somebody there. Yeah. Right. It's pretty impressive. These passes of like today's game against the Knicks was, he had some crazy passes. Like he just knew the guy was there. He, I think like Thon took one step over and got the pass. Right. But, but yeah, of, it's, it's even like amazing. It's, it's, even a, it's a timing yeah. and repertoire and muscle memory of the exact same thing. Yeah. It's kind of like Packers talk about with with Aaron Rodgers and the idea where he's not necessarily throwing to a person. It's just you're supposed to be there, and it's your job to be there. And I'm going to throw that spot, and we yeah. throw it to that spot the best that anyone in the league. So if you're kind of going to preach that same repertoire, it's the idea like these guys now have trust with one another. They've burned in their mind where they need to be. And I think you're kind of seeing some of the guys that don't get some playing time now. Like maybe that's just maybe that's some of it. Maybe they're not quite there mentally, and they're kind of just getting a chance to take a step back and look at that. But it's good to see this getting drilled in their head, and and the guys playing to that potential and playing, knowing that the trust is there with their teammates. Yeah, it's just it's pretty impressive to me how 
the Bucks can shoot bad and still win. Too yeah. like right. And how how do you stop Giannis? Who's going to stop Giannis? Like really? Like in the playoffs, are they just going to have that wall like the Pacers and Heat do? And then hope that the Bucks just shoot really bad from three. But in a series, in a seven game series, is is that going to be the way you beat the Bucks? I I don't know because a lot of times they are hitting so many threes, and do the math: threes right. are more than two. Right. The more you shoot, the the better off you are. I just so. think this team's well positioned themselves between the way they can rebound quickly off losses, like not having two losses in a row. Still, that's just amazing. Like the idea they can yeah. quickly come back and win, and the idea that. You're not going to be – I mean, I haven't seen them shoot cold. I mean, they did have a little bit of a stretch where they were a little cold, but the idea is that they can bounce back and shoot, come back and shoot. I just don't yeah. see – like you said, I don't see a team being able to keep them down for a seven-game series. Either. You get a game out of them, and then they'll come back and win two. Because let's admit this, they're like the best team in the East right now. They beat Toronto twice. Right. They beat. I, they won in Toronto. Like – I don't know. It it just they, to me this it just seems such like a special team right now. One at Golden State, they swept Denver. Like, oh, there's a they've lot. They've had good a teams. tough schedule. Do you know the Bucks have not played the Hawks at all yet? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they haven't played the Nets. The Nets, yet. yeah. Uh, there's a few. Although te- Nets are like nine seed. Yeah, now, the but Nets are somehow. <laughs> but it's kind of weird that the Bucks are now finished with the Knicks as of tonight. They just finished their four-game series with them, but then they have a couple of these other teams that they haven't even started playing yet. Is it kind of interesting scheduling that you you play like the Knicks on Christmas Day and then turn around two days later and yeah. play them again? And the same thing happened with the Cavaliers where you played them, then two days later yeah. you played them again. That's just they, weird, and then you don't play anyone. That's become more common recently in the NBA. It doesn't seem like they used to do that ever. And uh, The Wizards are the other team. We haven't played the Wizards, Wizards, yeah, Nets, or Hawks yet. I think we played the Magic once, Bulls twice, right? Maybe three times, but yeah. So there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of teams... Yeah, and you feast on, I guess. You mentioned uh, Pete, the Pacers and Heat. Those are the Bucks' only two losses over the last eight games. Yep. Those teams did seem to kind of have a recipe for beating the Bucks, but it did require really cold shooting, especially that right. Heat game, because Giannis had his worst game of the season. Well, that Heat game, too, was a back-to-back. I think I heard they they arrived in Miami at 4 a.m. Yeah. Got to bed at, like, 5 or 6 or whatever. You called that uh, before it even happened. You were saying what a tough back-to-back that was Because you don't think of that travel, but that travel from the top of the East Coast to the bottom, pretty much, is is a long travel day. Yeah, because Miami is southern, southern Florida. Yeah. I don't get back-to-backs at all. I don't know why they still do those, but anyway. Or at least if they're going to do them, have them two cities, like go to go Boston yeah. to New York or something instead of going Boston to Miami yeah. or or anywhere to Miami, yeah. really. Just, why does Miami have a team? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, it, it is uh, going to be a fun January, I feel, watching this Bucks team and, and kind of deciding, like, do they make a move? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you what you do to fill it in because you still have Ilyasova out. You're gonna get him back. Because is there anything you think they need? Go all in. And bring in, the likes, of Davis. 
could we hey Giannis tried to recruit him everybody wants Anthony Davis yeah uh yeah, add Anthony Davis to any team you'll figure it out yeah. right but yeah he would I mean he's most likely a trade option if he doesn't accept the supermax like in the summer and right. next year a quarter of a billion dollar so, supermax there's no I don't think there's any way he gets traded this season in my eyes but uh, it's fun. It's fun to dream about. It's imagine, fun to dream about. Imagine yeah. that for rim protection, Anthony oh Davis and Giannis. <laughs> That'd be freaking insane. Two of the most athletic guys in the league, and they're both like seven feet tall. Just fill in the rest. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even matter. Don't right? even don't fill in the rest. Just play two on Just five. Play two <laughs> on five. <Right. laughs> but, oh, that'd be so disgusting. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you do add. I mean, there's no. You got rid of the contracts already. You did make a trade. So. Yeah. Um, maybe that's that was your one trade because Hill, looking at it defensive rating-wise, Hill, Thon, and Wilson have been there. They have a rating of under of 100, under 100 points when they're in there. So uh, defensively, those guys have been bringing it and have been playing awesome. Wilson, I, out of nowhere, he yeah. had a double-double today. Yeah, maybe we don't need to make a trade. Because... I'm on the Wilson train. Like That guy's energy and... He yeah, is good. just amazing. When Giannis had the alley oop dunk today, he was just like starting to jump up like crazy behind. Like he's just like a fan on yeah. the court. Like yeah. he's dude, you're so out on the energy. court. But yeah, I'm on the D- DJ Wilson. He plays for such sure. good defense too. That's that's where he. That's really where comes he's through. Is he's third in the league, I think. If if I, if I looked it up he, right, he had a uh, fourteen rating, fourteen rebounds and two blocks tonight. Not too shabby coming off the bench. Ten ten points or eleven. Ten points. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like our been our big pickup. I mean, like you said, we did add George, George Hill in the trade, but since DJ Wilson's come on, we really we haven't missed the fact that Elias Silva's been hurt lately. Right. It's, it's kind of bumped now. Well, uh, yeah, Connaughton doesn't play. Steven Chendle doesn't need to play. He, you can send him down, up yeah. and down to the herd and have him get time. But, yeah, then you think of it, you could use Connaughton later. You give him the rest for couple weeks and he can yep. come back and fill in minutes and you know he can play it's certainly nice to have options this this is a deep roster a lot so. deeper than you thought yeah for sure they're, they're just outperforming what my expectations were like this team should win over 50 games easily oh yeah i mean easily i mean they're, they're halfway there yeah they're 24 wins right now so yeah so that uh, if that's the expectation it was this team is really overstepping that, and especially off of that, this hard first half of the season, pretty much. I mean, we're almost halfway, so it's it's getting getting close to being like this is for real. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to believe. My expectation now is, I'm thinking top two seed in the East. I w- I would think easily because who's gonna beat them again? Who's gonna beat them? I mean, they just went to Boston. Granted, Boston didn't have Hor- Horford, who kind of seems to to beat the Bucks <laughs> a yeah. lot. But, but yeah, I mean, they went into Boston and controlled them. Boston's been very Jekyll and Hyde this season. It's still yeah, hard Tatum to get. And Brown, as my betting can, yeah, yeah. can test and, to. Andy and I have learned, do not bet on the Celtics. Don't this even year. worry about it. Just, well, whatever, Tatum, you, whatever you say, it's going to be wrong. <laughs> Tatum and Brown have really, really... Their play has gotten worse this year, for sure. Yeah, that, and I think that's hurt them a lot. It's where they and they were counting on them to kind of 
control the reins until Hayward kind of figured it out. Yeah. But Hayward just looks like a six man now. He's just he just seems like Hay- nothing. Hayward looks afraid to drive to the hoop. And that was like a big thing for him. Yeah, and and they're trying to fit him into their roster, and he's basically not playing like the Hayward they thought they were getting. Right. So that's kind of a mess. And the Pacers just keep winning too. Well, they did. They won without Old Depot. Yeah, they're the three seed right now. They've jumped yeah. the 76ers and the Celtics. So yeah, they're on the same run. The, we are eight and two. The so. East. The East is strong, but I still think the Bucks should be. One seed, two seed, Again, until even three seed, I might be slightly disappointed. I guess yeah. I couldn't be too mad, but but until somebody can consistently beat Giannis somehow, and, and nobody can, because of how quick and how long he is, and he could just score inside so easily. I just, I don't know this this team might be at least Easter Conference Finals, right? Yeah, that's why I'm hoping for a top two seed. I'd like to have home court in round one and two. Yeah, that definitely. Would, that would. Yeah, with as good as this top five in the East has been, home court, that could be the difference. And you'd want to be, being even being a three seed could be a little tougher for that second round game if you have to go on the road and play, you know, at the, I guess, two seed. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, it's really it's really interesting, though, because. They've proven they can beat West teams, so we'll West see if teams, they... West teams, East teams, all teams. It doesn't matter. Everyone. It doesn't matter. So it's fun. Enjoy. <laughs> Definitely. So we want to wrap up the episode a little bit. We want to quickly go through our fantasy football picks for this week, week 17. What do you got for us this week, Mike? This wrinkle is, baby, it's cold outside. Ooh. Gives me shivers just thinking about it. Yeah, maybe it's cold. It's what's what's, what's interesting is it's what like fifties now and and torrential rain. But maybe ridiculous. it's cold outside. So we're gonna have one more day. Like tomorrow's gonna be a day of transition. We're still getting a little bit of rain. It's gonna go from like fifties, upper forties, plummet to high of twenty. Thank you, Wisconsin. <laughs> Moving I d- on. I drove home from work today oh. with my windows down because <laughs> I was warm. <laughs> I had winter coat on and it was like fifty something. Oh. But uh, we are so doing. So this is a questionable wrinkle. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we can really. Can we say, baby? Do we have to. Maybe by the time you hear this, it'll be cold outside. Or by the cold outside. But for sure, by the time these games are played, it'll be. Cold. Yeah, I apologize if this wrinkle is not very woke <laughs> of me. <laughs> yeah, but it's basically of the noon games, the four teams that play in cold weather cities that are hosting the games. We got the Bills at home against the Dolphins, Packers at home against the Lions. Patriots at home against the Jets, and Giants at home against the Cowboys. Before we go, and into we the, have Week 17. It is Week 17. Who knows yes. what's going to happen? Who knows who's <laughs> going to happen? It's really interesting once the playoffs come. But before we get there, who's in first? I don't remember. So I found out <laughs> that I'm terrible at this. Uh, just tell me which restaurant you guys want to go to. I'll pick up the check, and I get second every week if I do well. And now I've been getting last. I don't know. Andy, <laughs> I'm only two points ahead of you, though. Yeah, Andy has 24 points, Pete has 16, and I have 14. So Andy is running away with this. Yes. Andy's got four first place. And there is four weeks left. There's week 17, and then we're doing three weeks of the playoffs, ending with the championship game. So if An- you're saying if Andy takes first, it could be out of hand. I think, yeah, we would just be fighting for second. Yeah, because you would be 10 ahead of me. All right, so let's make, that, let's make that happen. 
I'll start thinking of some restaurants I'd like to go to. Okay. So let's randomize the the draft order. All right. Mike? I pick first. Pete? And then me. Well, yay. I'm going to go with the guy I love. I had him in my family league. Didn't quite come through, but he's going to come through now. San Juan. Saquon. (laughs) Barkley. Good pick. I like it. I think we might have just all not even picked then. If I would have picked Barkley over Cook in our league, I bet you I would have easily went to the Super Bowl. Probably. There's a lot of what ifs. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to pick one catch wonder because he's probably just going to get a catch and come out of the game. Devontae Adams. Well, he needs two or catches. Or two catches, two. Yeah. So two, two, two for 80 and a touchdown. It's going to be funny. Nice. Get- <laughs> Rogers is going to throw two passes to him, and they're both going to exit out. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> it's been good. Oh, man. This is brutal. Those are like by far the two best players. They're better teams, at least. Two best players. Who do I go with here? Can I phone a friend? Um, Try to pick a team hmm. that's not going. <laughs> I want to be your friend, Andy. <laughs> Yoda just needs you. force powers to call in. <laughs> God, he just needs a phone. Right. Oh, we'll do Julian Edelman. I'll, I'll keep riding that that Patriot sinking ship all the mm-hmm. way till it's dead, One and then uh, you pick again. And then I want to get a little taste of the, the Packers. So I'll do Jamal Williams. You mm. looked good last week. Try to find nom 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 nom. Never never make that sound okay. again, Kevin Sorry. Durant. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> oh yeah, he got called out hard. Ooh, that was bad. <laughs> Eating some chips. All right, it's me. Yep. yep. I'm going to go with Amari Cooper. I like it. All right. Amari. Amari Cooper. Hopefully he, re- hopefully he can rebound a little bit. <laughs> There's some questions around that Dallas team because they seem to have their spot wrapped up a little bit. So We'll yeah. see. We'll some see of, that goes. Some of the trick to this is we'll see. trying I'll just to figure out. All the rest Dallas. and <laughs> Trying to pick who's going to play still? I think the Lions and Packers are both going to both try to win that game. Yeah. So I'm going to take Kenny Galladay and Aaron Rodgers. Perfect. So you're not worried about the two pass. No. No, Rodgers is staying in there. All right. After he was fired up that win against the Jets. Oh, did you, he he gave the belt when he scored a oh a touchdown. Yeah. I was excited. Nice. To see he's it. gonna keep that going against the Lions. Oh, all right. I got in front of Chris. I hope you're right. To be honest. I hope you're right. Anyway. <laughs> uh my pick. I have two wide receivers. I might as well go right to the running backs and pick Zeke. Ooh, great talent. Oh, How not, many carries do you think he's going to get? Not worried Negative at all. One. Not worried at all that they might rest their no, players. Just just go for it. I think Zeke might be out of the game quicker than Devontae Adams. <laughs> Maybe. As in as in he's not even wearing pads. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that could happen. Well, you swap him out then. On you can't swap him out unless not, they're not injured. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Andy, you're up. Oh, Lordy. Let's see. Well, I might as well double down on the Patriots. Just really just really drive hey. this this bus that's on fire. Drive it right off a cliff. Sony Michelle. Mm-hmm. Hey. And, and then turn around even to even worse pick. We'll go with Robbie Anderson. Hey, he had a big game against the Packers. That was against the Packers. The Patriots are still playing for the number one seed, so they got something to play for. They do. Doesn't mean they'll play well. All right. Uh I think I'll go with Another running back out of the great city of Miami, Kenyon Drink. 
Was that Drake or Drink? Drank, Drake, Drink, Drake. The Drake drink. Drake. So I need a... Drake, yeah. A uh, wide receiver and a running back to finish off my draft. I'm going to take both guys from the city of New York. Perfect. Different teams. Nice. Oh, yeah. Sterling Shepard and Elijah McGuire? Is I that, like did I get his first name right? Yes. Okay, sweet. I'm going to take him then. Yeah, he did well for me last week. I'm a big fan of his. All right, Pete. I saved the best for last. We all know the best quarterback. I mean, Josh Allen. The secret to the fantasy best success. <laughs> so if Pete wins, we all know why. MVP. <laughs> and, and again, I might as well just just really just take this burning, are you, flaming ball of Are you going to do it? Yeah. Tommy, Tommy ball. Sorry. Tommy Brady. Andy's got all the Patriots. All the Patriots. I hope you're right about them having to play for something because – if they don't show up, I might as well just take the one point now. You have a special day coming up, Mike. Why don't you tell us who you got first? I have Aaron Rodgers. I have Barkley and McGuire at running back. And I have Galladay and Shepard at wide receiver. Peter? I have Allen at quarterback, Drake and Zeke, and Cooper and Adams. Nice. I'm going with Tommy. And then I'm going to wrap up with Jamal Williams, Sony Michelle. Well, Robbie Anderson and Julian Edelman. Hopefully, Julian can play more than like three snaps before getting himself injured. How, oh, how the mighty have fallen! Not even any consideration for Gronk and all this. No, just after no, no catches last week. And you know what? I hope it snows in one of these games. I love snowy <laughs> HD football. That better, is the best. Better not be 50 it's degrees good. everywhere. It's I want good I, for napping. I love those <laughs> machines they have rigged up with the giant brush, like bristle brushes that are just yes. spinning. Oh, yeah, those are the those best. Are yeah. I need one of those for my driveway. <laughs> Even right? though my driveway is like 10 foot long. Hey. It's not. Hey. We're lazy. Yeah, it's not impressive. No. You you got something better. You got two kids. You send them out there. Tell them. Yeah. Need the exercise. <laughs> you sit with your slippers on. That's that was funny. almost it. We almost got the the profanity drop. Oh, I nearly did. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about your kids not shoveling to almost push you over the edge. Yeah. I just envision like them them shoveling while Pete stands out like from Christmas vacation <laughs> while he stands there pumping out the Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, this they year never, Clark is a never. mobile. <laughs> it, they're on. They're on winter break. They're, they're not moving. Oh man! Good oh. thing it's not going to snow and it just rained all. Yeah, day. we're lucky it just rained. Yeah. Yeah, flooding basements. <laughs> no, not quite not, that bad. Not that bad. Okay, so we want to wrap it up. But you got anything else you want to quick throw out there? Happy birthday to you. Happy <laughs> birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you, Mike. <laughs> so you and I, you well, thanks. You know where we get you for your birthday? What's that? One thousand downloads. Oh, it's official. That's all. Boom. That's all I wanted for my birthday. <laughs> I was about to say no more acknowledging my birthday. That's all I want. But a thousand downloads. It's a good present. We did it. We did it. Now this is the final episode. Now we had a strong. No, we had a, nope, nope, no, nope, nope, back. nope. We have we're the questies, back. and then oh, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. Questies. Questies, and then a uh, special guest. 
Yep. We got to get that done. Get the, at least those two things, and then, well, we'll retire. Retire ahead. Yeah. No. And on a high note. So with that, get get your votes in for the Questies. Speaking Serious of about high this. Note. Serious about this. QuestionableToReturn.com slash awards. Go do it. Keep up the downloads. We're at 1,000. Let's make it 2,000. Share with a friend. But keep reaching out to us also on our mailbag, QuestionableToReturn.com slash mailbag. Social media, Facebook.com slash QuestionableToReturn. Twitter at Q2Return. And our personal Twitter accounts, Andy9Man. The number nine in there. Don't spell that out. You won't get somebody. You can find me at Mike R. Daly. You can find me at, at P. Cozy Jr. And keep up the five-star reviews. It really helps us out. Gets us out there in the in the podcast land. We really appreciate it. Other than that, sing us out, Pete. Baby, it's cold. Baby, it's cold outside. Kelly's going <laughs> to... Kelly's going to blame me for that one. Peace.